Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Greetings, fellow AutoLine Daily viewers. It is I, Jim Hall of 2953 Analytics, and the soon-to-debut AutoLine Design Handbook, filling in for John today. In the second half of the show, we've got more info on the new Chevy Silverado, but first, let's get to the day's top story, shall we? Trade groups that represent the major automakers are pushing for the U.S. and the European Union to harmonize safety and emission regulations. According to the Detroit News, the Association of Global Automakers and the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers support a new free trade deal between the two continents, but both want their lawmakers to go further and harmonize regulations. This would include things like impact tests, lighting, braking, emissions and engine power measurements. Automakers would also like an agreement to certify the vehicle one time for both continents rather than separately. I'm skeptical about this in the near term. I mean, if the U.S. and the EU couldn't harmonize lighting regulations a few years back, what chance is there for more extensive cross-system harmonization? But we can always hope. Hyundai workers in South Korea continue to refuse to work on weekends. Last month, the automaker and union representatives agreed to a deal to boost pay on the weekends, but the employees rejected that offer altogether. Ward's Auto reports that the weekend strikes, which have been going on now for 11 weeks in a row, have cost Hyundai $1.4 billion and nearly 80,000 vehicles in lost output. I'm sure you all know that the U.S. imports cars from Japan, Germany, South Korea. But did you know the U.S. also imports vehicles from Turkey? Sure you did. That's where the Ford Transit Connect comes from. But how about Belgium, Portugal, Hungary, or Slovakia? I'll bet most Americans never knew they might be driving cars from those countries. Volkswagen, Audi, Volvo, and Suzuki source some of their cars from these nations, as well as, of course, Germany, Sweden, and Japan. The U.S. imports cars from 12 different countries, not counting Canada or Mexico. And now you know more than most experts in the auto industry do. By now, most of you are aware of the Honda Jet, Honda's small business airplane. The company announced that its fifth iteration of the aircraft made its first flight so it could gather data for the customer versions of the plane. The flight lasted an hour, where it saw speeds of 300 knots, that's 345 and a quarter miles per hour, over 555 kilometers per hour for you Metroids out there, and it climbed to 12,000 feet, performing both low and high speed handling maneuvers. When the final version does hit the tarmac, it'll carry a hefty price tag of $4.5 million. Many of us have come to know and love Ford's high performance pickup, the SVT Raptor, while the folks over at Hennessy have taken the pickup, capped the bed, and turned it into an SUV. The company calls it the Velociraptor. It's an eight-seat SUV powered by the same 6.2-liter V8 that puts out 411 horsepower. Now, it can be upgraded to a supercharged 600 horsepower if you like. 411 horsepower. Eight people. I can think of several places I'd rather be than with seven other people in a Raptor SUV with 411 horsepower off-road. Uh, like on Ghana Airlines with a lactating goat next to me in the window seat. But never mind. Despite the Raptor's off-road prowess, the SUV version has yet to be tested in those conditions. But the company says don't plan on taking it to the Baja or the Rubicon because that's not why they built it. The Velociraptor can be ordered right now through select Tennessee Ford dealers with a starting price of just under $150,000. That's with the 411 horsepower, not the 600. Yeah! Now, here's a look at what's coming up next. From our perspective, it is the best truck in the industry. It is setting a new bar. We almost have an embarrassment of riches though because we've re-engineered this vehicle from hood to hitch. Everything is new and everything is improved. But the two key pillars probably is about the new Ecotec 3 engine that gets, it's the most fuel efficient V8 ever put in a pickup truck. 
with the best tone in the industry and also the comfort and quietness of the interior. Those are probably the two main elements of this new truck. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. A few weeks ago, John got a chance to drive the new Chevy Silverado. Here's a look at what's new. When I first saw pictures of the Chevy Silverado pickup truck, I thought, man, this is just a warmed over truck. But I was wrong. They say, Everything on this truck is brand new, from hood to hitch. And I gotta tell you, after driving it, they're right. And they've come up with a very capable truck. We wanted to uh, significantly improve the fuel economy on the truck, which is a very important uh, consideration for customers today. We wanted to improve the styling of the vehicle uh, from today's already great styling. We wanted to improve the, 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 the work end of the truck, which is the box with the easy lift and lower tailgate and the bumper step with the integrated handhold. We wanted to do all of this while providing more, but, but not having to take anything away. And doing all this at pricing that's uh, essentially carryover from today's truck. So in the new Silverado, uh, storage is king. Uh, when you really look at it, uh, I'd like to think that uh, the Silverado rivals most minivans in storage. You have a uh, upper glove box, lower glove box, which are uh, larger than they have been in the past. Uh, you have the largest console known to man. When you really look at this console, it, it's, uh, it's, it's massive. Uh, there's uh, opportunity for you to store um, a laptop, hanging file folders, uh, dedicated storage for a phone, PDA, anything like an iPod or iPad. You have connectivity in the console five USB ports, two APOs, a 110 volt, all within this one console. I mean, it's pretty much you could power the entire house from this console. We've added MyLink to these 2014 Silverados. So now you basically have an extension of your smartphone built in to an eight inch screen in your dash. Um, you can access all of your contact information, all of your media that's stored on that device. So iPods, iPads, iPhones, MP3 players, USB drives, you can connect up to 10 devices and seamlessly interact with all of those devices within the vehicle without having to pick up one of the devices. Just press a button on the screen, automatically would transfer you in between those. I think you can fairly criticize the Silverado pickup for maybe not going far enough with its styling, but remember, the truck segment is a pretty conservative segment. You don't have to have bleeding edge styling to do well in it, but you do have to have really good technology, really good towing power, off-road capability, and the kind of connectivity that buyers want these days. So you watch, I'll bet Chevrolet does pretty well with this thing. Knock off the F-150? Probably not, but I do expect them to do a whole lot better. Starting price for the regular cab Silverado is just under $25,000, including destination charges, which is actually the same base price as the 2013 model, and more premium models hit north of $55,000. And while we're talking GM, you should check last week's episode of AutoLine After Hours with the head of the company's small block engines, Jordan Lee. It's full of great info about GM's iconic Bent 8 engine. And if you can't get enough of GM engines this week, John and the auto extremist welcome Michael Segrus, the assistant chief engineer of the Chevy Cruze diesel. And he'll be bringing that engine into the studio for the crew to check out as well. So tune in this Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time for the best insider discussion in the industry. 
That wraps up today's show. And don't forget to catch the premiere segment of AutoLine Design Handbook also this Thursday, but on AutoLine Daily. Once again, I'm Jim Hall of 2953 Analytics. Thanks for watching and have a great day.